You guys are off to a great start, don't you think? I mean, Cindy showed up, so right away, Scott, you got to be pretty psyched, right? Hey, buddy, I'm not paying you to hear your thoughts on life. I'm paying you to sing. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. things that nobody likes to deal with all have to there it's there it's a natural element of life if you drive you gotta find your spot in the parking lot of life people settle for you know the ones at the back i have i have (laughs) my uh, you i always want the front spot you always want a nice little short walk to wherever it is you're going you don't want to have to be all the way in the back I'm the guy that like I pick I pick my spot very carefully. Like I always like put my car where I think it's not gonna get whacked. I'm always paranoid of that. That's a good point. <laughs> if you yeah. can park it a little bit farther away. Yeah, like especially like whenever I get a car like and it's in the first year, I'm very like careful about oh, that. Yeah. For, you know, I don't know. And then after that first year, it's like out the window. It's like a fucking backwoods in it. <laughs> Cutting somebody off for parking spot. No, I don't cut people off. <laughs> So uh, when when you're when I'm parking though, I try and uh, wait a little bit. You know, I'll, I'll find a, an area where I can pull off to the side and sort of wait because uh, I have the theory that you know eventually someone's going to uh, move and like they'll come and they'll take their car. You know, I try to be patient about it. Yeah, I, I don't really rush it. A lot okay. of people zoom yeah. around, sort of try and find find that perfect spot, but it's yeah. it's a lot harder. You know what frustrates me, though? When I'm waiting for that spot, and then all of a sudden, as that person leaves, someone on foot comes in and tries to save the spot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they send their little fucking co-pilot out there thinking it's fucking claiming rules, like old times. <laughs> I can't I can't stand it. It's like, if you're not in the vehicle and there, it's not your spot. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, as, it doesn't have uh, your name on it. As I was telling you before, man, the entitlement issue, especially when it comes to people parking their automobiles, it's like insane. Just like well, take a step back and, and realize like what you're, how you're you're like projecting yourself right now. <laughs> I mean, I understand the strategy. You know, you send someone to the other side of the lot while you cruise one side, and then if they see a spot, they'll flag you down. But yeah, if someone is already there, you gotta move your ass. It's not your spot. Yeah, yeah, you can't just like step in and be like, nope, dibs. Right, and then you get. I see so many things on YouTube of the people fighting over the spot oh, like God. that. It's like parking savers versus uh, people trying to park. You ever see that video of the guy that got cut off by like a little car, and he was in a big truck, and he just like hooked up a winch to the car, yanked the car out, and then parked in the spot. 
No, I haven't seen that one. That's Dude. a new, new one for me. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Just yokes out this little car out of the spot down the parking lot and then unhooks it and goes and parks in that spot. <laughs> Damn. That's yep. one way to do it. Now, yeah. if if you're – so that's one situation. But if say you're the person that's in that spot and someone cruises up behind you and you're waiting there, like what's – like, how much time are you allowed? See, like, if I'm walking to my car and you fucking stop and you do that sudden brake check, like, where's he fucking going? Like, I'm going to fucking take my sweet-ass time. Like, <laughs> I'm probably going to hop in my car, pull out my phone. I'm going to start checking my fucking Instagram. Like... All right, all right. I'm just fucking... All right. So, yeah, literally, I'll pull out my phone, check the Instagram, see what's going on. Check my fucking text messages because I, I generally will forget to text people back. So get on that. Do, 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 make sure I'm all good there. Yeah, catch, a, catch you know. it all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then if I'm done with Instagram and, you know, you know there's nothing for the, the, the podcast or anything I want to do, then I'll, you know, put my seatbelt on. Check my mirrors in case anything got bent out of whack, you know, somebody bumped into my mirror or anything, you know. Yeah, yep. Put myself in reverse. Check eight times every which way. You got to be safe, <laughs> especially left, in a mall parking right, lot. Left, there's children. Right. Left, right, left, right, left, right. And then I'll slowly make my way out of that parking spot in the safest manner possible. <laughs> Just because you do not have that spot until I fucking decide I'm leaving. But if they're like, if they patiently wait, then they get the spot. Yeah, like if you wait and I'm like literally, like I won't do that for like ever. But if like you're aggressive, I'm going to do that. Like in any way, if like if you're giving me a look or anything, like honking the horn, like you come and ask me something, I'm going to like, I'm going to make up like a scenario. Like I'm not fucking <laughs> just moving for you because you're an impatient prick. <laughs> See, I, I recently had someone come, come up and knock on my window when I was waiting and they, or, well, they were waiting behind me and I was uh, planning on leaving. But like you said, I had stuff to do. I had to get my iPad in order so that I could, like, get my podcasts going on, on my commute. Uh, I wanted yeah. to order, order a coffee through the Starbucks, like, mobile shit. And, you're being uh, a responsible driver. Like, yeah, I'm trying to do doing this, this shit instead of being on the road and fucking being on your phone. Trying to order a coffee when you're going 60 miles an hour. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing all this while I'm parked in my spot, and this guy's waiting behind me. He comes up. He knocks on the window. He's, like, an older gentleman, and he's like... Hey, are are you leaving? And I was, and I rolled down my window. And I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm ordering my coffee on my cell phone, and I'm trying to set up my podcast on my radio. And he just kind of looked at me like I went beep, bop, bop, beep, boop, bop, boop. <laughs> but he uh, got the general gist that yeah, I'd be leaving in a minute. So it's like just hold he just fire. fucking blew his world, man. Like he didn't even know any of what you said, but he was he was still offended probably because you weren't just getting out and leaving. <laughs> well, he actually, I mean, he was he was pretty understanding because I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's like the person's on the spot. It's like you can either wait patiently or you can fuck off, pretty much. Oh, well, we've all encountered the person that's, like, impatient and fucking aggressive on the horn or, like, come on, can you, can you move? Like, you know, like, it's, like, people will definitely overstep sometimes. Oh, yeah. 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 And Parking that's, like, is. that's going to get you nowhere. <laughs> like like we were saying before, you can always just go to your car and then someone's dick and go back in. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> man. Parking can no draw out the worst in a person. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we hope that if you're listening to us while you're driving uh, that you find that spot in your life that you're hoping to find hopefully it's not too far it's under a shady tree (laughs) (laughs) yeah an american slacker podcast would also wish that you would be patient if you are waiting upon a person (laughs) 
<laughs> with the right. utmost patience and non-aggressive. No horn, people. Be nice. Wave. Smile. Unless they, <laughs> unless they fucking deserve it. You know what? You know what's worse than like the uh, the flipping someone off? What? If you you point. Oh God. You point. <laughs> that's just like when a bull sees red. Like it's just like if you point at anybody, that's an instant confrontation you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're in the wrong, like say they cut you off or they tried to merge <laughs> on you, you just point. You don't point flip them off. Yeah, Dude. point at them with a scowl. Oh or, my God. Or disapproving finger wave. Oh, like, nah-uh-uh. Like, oh, no, you fucked up. Like, you, you're you the one in the wrong here. Fuck, <laughs> oh, man. man. Shame what on you. What were you thinking? <laughs> and then you point. You finger wave shame, and then you fucking point at them. So they're like, shame on you, you fuck. Yeah. You, you know throw the you finger did. in at the end. It could be a three-part motion. A finger wave, point, flip off. Because then they're like, oh. oh, he didn't lead with the, the bird. No, he closed, he closed hard and classic, though, with it. <laughs> Talk about sending a message. Don't mess it up, though. Don't start waving your finger at him while you're pointing. That's not going to do anything. He's just going to be like, what? I think that guy's not having a seizure. Yeah, yeah. What is that? What, is that? <laughs> what are you trying to say Michael to me? Michael J. Fox is fucking shaking at me in the other car there. <laughs> oh, God. Well, welcome Damn, Marty. to the show. <laughs> The show known as American Slacker Podcast. We said it before. We'll say it again. What's up? It's Matthew. And Jesse. And as always, we're going to come at you hard in the intro with some good news. Some good old-fashioned weird fucking news. Because it's always weird in this weird, weird world we live in. Weird times we're living in. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, it's, it's a, say, a perfect example. You know, you can get famous just by sneaking into uh, a... Very famous football game. Oh, one could say the Super Bowl. One could. One could also be worried about the NFL. Ah. One could not. One could not give a shit either. But either, either way, you guys know what we're talking about. It was the Patriots versus the Falcons in uh, Houston at Energy Stadium, and a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in their neighborhood by uh, picking up a <laughs> ladder and sneaking into the fucking uh, game without any tickets. Now, did they climb, like, over a wall, like a Donald Trump wall style? Like, <laughs> what was going yeah, they on? Were, they they snuck in. They tunneled. So oh, okay. there's always Smart. a way around. There's always a way around, And yeah. they, they managed to – and actually, a ladder was involved. They, they managed to go through a couple chain-link fences. They grabbed a ladder that was just kind of sitting around, and it kind of worked as the perfect cover to remain cool, just sort of walk around and make their way into the stands where they were able to, like – Put all this on Snapchat. They took some video. Oh my god! And they god. got their 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> so they just acted like contractors. Like we're supposed to be here. Do, 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 do. Well, yeah, they probably look like production assistants or something, like walking around. With, Nobody like, questioned it equipment. at all at the biggest no. sporting event of the fucking year. Yeah, and they actually uh, the kid who posted most of the videos uh, got a knock on his door from NFL security the next day. Oh shit! Not a good feeling. They were interested to find out how he had done that, and uh, he didn't get in too much trouble from what I understand. They okay. just kind of, you know, they were like, if you let us know how this all went down, like how you did it, uh, so that we can prevent this kind of stuff in the future. Hey, oh. I, I, I'm glad it was them and not, like, someone trying to do harm. Yeah, especially, like, the Super Bowl, which is always, like, worried about having an event, just like the New Year's Eve event. You know, there's, there's certain events throughout the year that just are, like, 
they seem to be there's always theories it's going to be a terrorist attack there and like the Super Bowl's always been like one of those it, oh yeah it's a high profile event it's kind of scary that some dude just grabbed a ladder and headed right in yeah well I guess they found the ladder somewhere back there they didn't even have to bring it with them hell no <laughs> okay. they didn't have to risk losing anything easy for them. I wonder if they pre-plotted that, like, we're going we're gonna to go in there and look for the first construction equipment that we could find and, and see what we can carry and look natural. <laughs> From the videos that I watched, it was almost like a, just, a, you know, they were going to do the old slip in through a couple fences and try and lay low, but then they saw the ladder as, like, an opportunity to kind of blend in. Yeah, man. Genius. They Fucking also, genius. on their way out, they met Guy Fieri in the parking lot. Oh, fucking he Did he take him to Flavortown? I think he handed him some chili, as he always does when he meets new people. And he always he, has pouches in his pockets, just so yep. everybody knows. Yep, little pouch, pouch of chili. You just pop it open, and it's, and it's warm because it's on his body already. And it's not even like it's officially packaged, like you would think from like a chef. No, it's just a Ziploc bag, and you have to trust that Guy Fieri didn't do anything to this chili. Oh no, he didn't do anything except warm it with his body heat. No, he's a hot. No, no. He's a very warm guy. That's why his head's always on fire. Yeah, he's a very misunderstood guy from what I hear from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so they ran into him and they told him, like, hey, we broke into here. And he's like, oh, man, that's fucking cool. And he's like, I'm going to remember you kids as, like, the kids I met in the Super Bowl parking lot, like, who snuck into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to mention it on his uh, Triple D show. <laughs> the Super Bowl madness continues into this next story from what I understand. Oh, God, let's not fall behind. Let's not get stuck. Like our next story here. What we have is a 50-year-old man in Oakland, New Jersey, found himself stuck waist-deep in mud in the middle of a river. Oh, man. Now, what happened is he has no idea how he ended up here. He just remembers that he watched the crazy comeback of the Super Bowl that <laughs> everybody has been fucking talking about. Well, at least he saw it. He saw the game. No need to worry, people. But... He has no fucking clue how or what happened in the icy waters that he was stuck in until around 7 a.m. when a crew that was heading down the river to clear some vegetation spotted this old motherfucker chilling. <laughs> As I said, the man was found. He had he was barely speaking. He was he was barely conscious. He was frozen. I, everybody's wondering how this old man survived more than four to six hours in this this condition. You know, it's uh, yeah. I was the body that shuts myself. down. Yeah, man, and talk about being saturated with water, that's the easiest way to fucking get hypothermia and just basically shut down. So, basically our theory here at American Slacker is this old man was drinking, and the article leaves no no reason to believe that he was drinking besides the whole action of how he ends up in this river without any knowledge. I'd say it's He a had headed bet. from a park, <laughs> and I'm assuming, he, it doesn't say, but I'm assuming he was heading home from somewhere like a bar, headed through a park, the water was in the park. He thought there was a little bit of ice there, and he thought he could walk across this river, I'm assuming. That's when shit went sour. That's that's probably it, because he was probably walking on the ice, all of a sudden that breaks through, and then he's waist-deep in mud. Just like, ah, this sucks. At least he was wasted. Well, I, that might have been the only thing that kept him alive, because if, yeah. if there's ice, that water had to have been cold as shit. Yeah, the superpower that alcohol gives you is the only way this man survived. And and he was found by what? <laughs> uh, it was like wildlife people, wildlife workers. Um, I think they, it was just like state workers that were yeah, like, um, like game like town people. workers. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. 
because they were going to clear out vegetation or something. They stumble upon this. I, that's just a weird way to start your morning. I was thinking of that, too. Yeah. Oh, man. What Except, a fucking way to wake up Yeah. in the hospital. If Because I'm sure he doesn't re like realize anything until he fucking actually got warmed up and hypothermia was gone. <laughs> yeah. And he does, like, I, I, I just I feel for this guy. He had too, too good of a time. Partied too hard. The moral of the story is have a good wingman that will not allow you to get stuck in mud. That's a good point. Yeah. Buddy up, guys. Buddy system. Yes. Yes. You Firm can't. believers of that here. It always gets crazy around the uh, time of the Super Bowl. Those parties. You got to watch out. Don't have too much fun. <laughs> well, uh, what's, what's your, what's your go-to uh, snack for, like, parties? Oh, man. You can't go wrong. Um, dude, my new thing is, like, mac and cheese bites. Those Ooh. are fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. Um, That'd be chicken good. wings, dude. Chicken wings. You can never go wrong with chicken wings. Never go wrong with chicken like wings. Yeah, if you don't like chicken wings, I don't like you. No, I'm just kidding, but still. Well, it's a good judge of character, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the simple party things. You know, I'm a big fan of the typical party foods. Seven layer dip? Dude, who doesn't like seven layer dip? Again, if you don't like it, I don't like you. No, not again. I'm not really. You got your guac. You got your cheese. You got sour cream. Your beans. All oh, your man. little veggies on top. Dude, guac. Now, guac city all day. Now, how about a 540-pound uh, seven, well, not seven-layer dip, technically, but a fiesta dip? That's a little That's a little bit much. That's too much dip for my take. That would take me a bit. It would go bad before I could get through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might need a couple of people to help you out on that one. Fiesta well, party. Let's do, well, a fiesta or a party, <laughs> however you take it. Right? Yeah, you would need a fiesta worth of people to take down this fiesta dip. Fucking, uh, yes. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is no stranger to setting huge records, this article says. But this time, he has outdone himself. Um, his team at Seven Bucks Studios, uh, along with his partner, his production partner, Danny Garcia, they've set the Guinness World Record for the largest layered dip with the 540-pound uh, contained within a 100-gallon tank uh Fiesta dip. Jesus here. Christ, that's it's, a it's, lot of dip. It's impressive. That I, is impressive. That's a lot of dip, man. It's like you would need, like, you'd be going with the regular size chips for a while, like, before you'd get through even one layer of this dip. Yeah, yeah, man. You would need a shit ton of chips. I'm going to break it down. We got 550 pounds of refried beans, 75 quarts of sour cream, 9 pounds of seasoning mix. Uh, 76 pounds of cheese, 38 quarts of guacamole, 38 quarts of tomatoes, 19 quarts of green onions, and 37 quarts of black olives. What the fuck? Whew. Whew. Dude, that's a lot that's of beans. ridiculous. That's a lot of beans. Yeah. Shit. And I guess they, uh, do they donated it to, uh, a homeless shelter afterward. So it was more than 550 pounds or whatever you said initially. Well, with the tank. Oh, wait, I thought you said there was 500 pounds of beans alone. Oh, no, no, no. There was, um, for the beans, it was 153 pounds. Oh, right okay. Right I thought you said 553. I was like, holy shit. Da That's a lot. That, that That's still insane. a lot of beans. 153 pounds of beans? <laughs> That's a person. Oh, absolutely. That's a person of beans. Oh, yeah. That is a person of beans. Yeah. Like, it, uh, the one that they had beaten the record of was 440 pounds. So they, they surpassed oh, it. Yeah, yeah. By, like, 100 pounds. Man. It's, That's it's insane. pretty impressive. 
I have to say. That is, that's pretty impressive. That's a lot of dip. We're now, what I'm saying is you got to throw a party. We got to have a fiesta. We'll get rid of that dip. But we're going to have to make a stop. Okay. Because I know a place and I know a guy. It's not. It's not close. We're gonna. We're gonna have to go shoot over to to England, and we're gonna go to Windsor Legoland. All right. Fiesta in Windsor, in the, England. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Play the Legos. There's a guy in the back. I know. He's got a little shack. He's producing some of the finest devil's lettuce you ever heard of. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, not so much anymore, from what I hear. <laughs> Our new story here brings us to England, Legoland, as we're talking. The fun place where you bring your children to have a grand old time. Well, somebody thought that was a perfect cover-up to hide a grow-up. Two men, a 40-year-old man from Windsor and a 34-year-old man from Birmingham, were arrested on suspicion of producing cannabis. Suspicion, oh, hmm? Man. Yeah, that's pretty suspicious. <laughs> I, uh, Catch yeah, you in a house well, full gonna... or a shack full of weed. <laughs> it's not ours, we swear. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's kind of suspicious. We just showed up here, too. <laughs> we were here for Legoland. This isn't where Legoland is. <laughs> yeah, right. They got off the uh, the brick path there. See, the worst thing about this story, though, is they weren't accessing this property from Legoland itself, but they were coming around the side, which was property owned from the goddamn queen herself. Damn. that's uh, Now you're fucking with uh, royalty. Man, royal lands. You were fucking saying, like, it's like, shit, are you going to get it put on the pike? <laughs> yeah, they, they can behead you, I think, is how that works. Yeah. <laughs> right, to our UK listener, write into us and tell us what, what happens when you fuck with the royal family. They come down on your heart. You still got that medieval shit going down? They can put you in the stocks. <laughs> yeah, town square, people throwing tomatoes at your fucking face. You're just locked in. <laughs> uh, hopefully hopefully uh, this guy doesn't get piked. These two guys, man, I hope they don't. Yeah. Take it easy on them. It's just a plant. It's just an herb. Right? <laughs> we know the queen's probably smoking. That queen's definitely burning. She's to- it was me, She's the queen, and Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> and we were burning that shit down. You don't even know Johnny Hopkins. I live Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> we're going from England, where they're growing pot and smoking Legos. <laughs> Over to Australia, one of our favorite places to uh, cover news from. Oh, we gotta do our fucking update on Australia, man. We fucking love the place. Yeah. It's always some fucking crazy shit going on down there. And from what I hear, a miracle has occurred. Yeah, we're uh, we're talking about the aquarium in Australia. And it's, uh, it's right near the re- it's Reef HQ Great Barrier Reef Aquarium. It's kind of a long name. Um, in Townsville. Which, isn't wasn't that like where the Powerpuff Girls were located or something? <laughs> oh, I don't, so uh, Townsville, or that that might have been uh, Fairly Odd Parents. I feel like there's a cartoon that it was Townsville, the people of Townsville. Anyway, the oh was that no that's Smallsville. I'm thinking of Superman. Yeah. yeah. Well, this this shark's kind of a superwoman because uh, she's been in a tank by herself without any males, and miraculously she's given uh, birth to a couple of shark pups. Yeah, dude, I found that fucking crazy. Repro- reproducing asexually is like, yeah, just the idea is insane. Yeah, it's a mutation. It's well, it's really cool because it's like an evolutionary, like biological switch that apparently they're able to flip when you know they if a female is out of uh, contact with males for long enough to keep the species going, they're able to sort of, like you said, reproduce asexually. 
And uh, they're studying this shark to figure out how it really happens and understand it more. It's real. Yeah, man. It's crazy because it's essentially a clone because the only DNA that's obtained, you know, is the mother's, which is the father at the same time. <laughs> you know, it, the, there's a downside to having a clone because you only are dealing with one set of DNA and there's no variation in it. So eventually it will break down and they can't. Yeah, and you will have that. health issues and a smaller lifespan. But it's almost like a, a survival tactic in a way, it seems. Oh man, yeah, to keep the species going, it's it's proof of evolution alone. You know, it's crazy. Right? It's a, I, I'm thinking it's like the shark thinks, okay, you know, I'm not, I can't have anyone to like share my DNA with, so I'm going to, since I know I can't live much longer, I'm gonna divide my cells, make more of me. They're not gonna be as strong in terms of the DNA replication, but at least it's a. But chance. the hopes are. To keep yeah, the hopes are is that stage mixes with another uh, strand of DNA so that it, it breaks that down into to where it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. Uh, it's cool. It's cool that they're seeing this go down and they're able to study it in a way. It's fucking yeah. It's so interesting. I, I find the whole concept of asexual reproduction to be just crazy. It's nature's way of cloning and right. The, uh, and yeah, by the way, a lot it's to a, learn from it, I'm sure. It's a zebra or leopard shark, uh, I believe. Yep. Actually, they might have had yeah, a zebra, correction down right? at the bottom here. Uh, oh, no, they corrected the Latin name, which I'm not even going to take a stab at. But, yeah, it's a zebra oh, or yeah, a leopard shark. Oh, yeah, they're butchered. Rare creatures. It's really neat. Well, yeah, fucking really fucking cool. I think that's our wrapping up our regular news, which leads us to a new segment on the show. It's a quick segment. But it's an interesting one. Hell yeah. And we're going to call it Troll of the Month. Troll of the Month. This is for February's Troll of the Month. This is someone that... Now. Trolled the... <laughs> yeah, okay, go ahead. Well, yeah, just to give a little description of Troll of the Month, it's, uh, you know, we, we're picking someone who stands out in the uh, field of trolling, be it good or bad. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's a shame one. This time it's a good one. This guy's pretty fun. Yeah, sometimes they're witty. Sometimes they're just like... Cringeworthy. You'll see where it goes. This one, we're going to start out strong. We got Pot Squatch. Pot Squatch on the watch. Now, if you're, if you're wondering what Pot Squatch is, it's the cousin to Bigfoot. <coughs> Sasquatch. Now, no, not really. What it is, is it's <laughs> Dave Meck. And Dave Meck owns Potco, which is the Costco for marijuana in Springfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> the reason he's come into to fame recently is because he had the chance to photobomb basically a newscast that was covering the blizzard that happened earlier this month now he came out not dressed as a normal human being but in a ghillie suit with a pot leaf as a mask and a bunch of pot leaves sewn onto his ghillie suit he looks hilarious it's so funny oh he's traipsing around in the snow (laughs) fucking and it's fucking blizzarding so it looks like real fucking footage of like a, a like a Bigfoot footage, you know, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> real uh, or fake. <laughs> he had the uh, way that he has to walk in the snow sort of gives him that Bigfoot like walk too. That and the fact that the ghillie suit's probably a pain in the ass to walk around in. Yes, yes. So t- he did this in general advertisement. Um, he believes you know marijuana is great for kicking addiction, um, and he was looking for a powerful symbol when he was coming up with a mascot. So what better mascot 
than pot squatch to represent your store. And he's over in Massachusetts, so that's not too far from you. No, man. I'll definitely be hunting down the pot squatch soon enough, as long as I figure out the legality of the situation from an out-of-stater coming over and if that's really enacted. I know it was voted legalized recreational in November, but with all laws changing, it takes a while for adjustments to happen, and it probably won't kick through for another year. Well, if he Hopefully, has the, not so long. Well, if he has the store open right now, oh, is it just a, it's not like an actual... They have medical. They oh, had medical okay. beforehand. Okay. They've always been a medical state. Oh, then um, he can't call himself pot, the Costco of pot, because that, that assumes that, well, I guess you have to have a card to get into Costco, too, huh? Well, he might be <laughs> vamping up for when it kicks in. Who knows? i got to figure this out. I don't know enough to talk about it. We'll, but if that's open we'll now, that. I'm going to Massachusetts. <laughs> we'll cover that eventually once we uh, everything's hammered out to let people know along with ourselves. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's the era to stop treating it like a drug because it's not, and it's nonsense. It's Schedule One. And th- so, and thanks to this troll, that said, uh, thanks to our troll of the month here, at least people are getting a kick out of it, and maybe they'll uh, and li- lightening it. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more lighthearted. They realize like it's kind of fun and funny. <laughs> I think it's funny, and I'd, if I'm gonna make a trip to Massachusetts, guess where I'm going? Going right to Springfield to see Dave Mech at Potco. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting, all, he's getting all kinds of free advertising off of us. Hey, check him out. Let me know if you go there. God. Yeah, actually, we have some Massachusetts listeners. Uh, write, write to us at AmericanSoccerPodcast at gmail.com if uh, you've ever been to Potco or if you know Pot Squatch. <laughs> Hell yeah, if you've had a, a chance to meet the mythological creature himself. Right? If only we had the honor to see one in the wild. <laughs> <sighs> So, moving on, as we said, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, and we are going to be covering what we like to call Lonely Hearts, which is, you know, sort of breaking news about people who have had their heart broken. I just wanted to say breaking twice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I see that. But, uh, so, these are stories that kind of, uh... Or love gone wrong in a way, or or odd love. It's almost a, a Valentine's Day continuation of uh, our weird news, but but with with the twist of Valentine's Day. Yeah, some sad scenarios going on here, and some not so sad scenarios too as well. But some really fucking yeah, sad some ones though. Ones. <laughs> the uh, the first one that that I'm gonna touch on here is you know it's hard when you fall in love with something that just can't love you back oh dude that's one of the dirtiest tricks of life unrequited love is so tough and it's even tougher when your unrequited love is illegal (laughs) and not should not be performed in public yeah in a lewd act as such as the following story a man (laughs) a man whose uh, uh, name will be uh Redacted here, who, age 33, was seen lying face down in a road in Romford, East London. Uh, he was caught thrusting his hips on camera while looking sheepishly around <laughs> to make sure no one was watching, which he failed at doing because someone was definitely watching. Oh, they and saw. He, he was thrusting his hips and laying over a drain cover. So, oh, we got a, up, We got a drain fucker here. Yeah, we got a drain fucker. That's a, that, I didn't want to say it, but we, that's what it's got to be said. We got a drain fucker. Right we got there. a drain fucker here. Drain fucker. And he was uh, quickly apprehended by the police. And Oh, I'm sure. They, they 
took they you know arrested carefully him apprehended. Him. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, pull your pants up. Sir. Pull your pants up so, and don't touch me with those hands. <laughs> after he had gotten a, a court summons, he never turned up for it. So now there's a warrant for his arrest. He's still out there. He's still oh, God. He's a fucker loose on the streets of uh, Romford. Dude, be careful out there in the UK of the drain fucker in surrounding areas because he could travel and fuck your drain in your local town. Yeah, look out for him. If uh, You could be walking by and you're like, is that guy, why's that guy laying in the gutter? Be like, oh God, he's fucking that drain. <laughs> oh my God, dude. That's a sight to be seen. For not yeah, fucking well, Or what's one that can't be ooh, unseen, that's can't, sure. Ooh, that's a better way to look. Yeah, a, sight to <laughs> cannot, a sight to not be unseen. Hopefully he finds a drain that he can uh, play with in private. So, as we were saying, you know, love that, you know, it's, it's not always mutual. Sometimes sometimes it isn't meant to be. Sometimes you might even have to rob a bank and just get away. That's one way to do it, I guess. Our next story here in Kansas City, of course. Another fucking lawless place, I swear, because I get a lot of crazy stories out of this fucking place. I, wanna, I gotta travel there. Have a drink, What's meet some people. What's going on, Kansas City? Yeah, yeah, what the fuck's going on there? Is it a party fucking state? What we have here is Lawrence Ripple, a 70-year-old man, pleaded guilty Monday to charges related to a bank robbery that happened in September. Now, according to documents, Ripple entered a bank, handed the teller a note and said that he wanted money and that he had a gun. Then, when the teller handed him several, several thousand dollars, a good chunk of money, he did not flee... He sat down and waited for police to arrive and apprehend him. That's okay. So that's where the bank robbery plan falls apart and it turns into something So, with no prior knowledge to what we're talking about, the police are like, what the fuck is going on here? They show up, there's an old man, he's got a bag of money, he's just sitting there, people are fucking shaking up around him, fucking, he's just chilling there. No gun. He's just trying to withdraw, he just didn't understand. He didn't know how to... Yeah. Later on, he revealed to an FBI agent that he was arguing with his wife earlier and telling he told her that he would rather be in jail than be with her any longer. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, I guess the worst thing for, like, even if they went light on him, that'd be, like, the worst sentence. Because oh, he'd man. end up having to go back home. He'd have to go home. So he's probably, like, just in court being a dick. Like, fuck you. You know? That's, that's <laughs> what flipping I, off the judge the entire time. <laughs> Ripple faces 20 years in federal prison and a fine up to $250,000. Oh, wow. He's like, ah, That's joke's like, on you. I'm going to be in prison for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, marriage counseling probably costs a, l- a little bit less, I would guess. Yeah, man. Or, I mean, like, just give her half your shit if you're really, like, going to do the divorce and boom. Or hell, like uh, a one-bedroom apartment probably costs less than that. There's other ways out of relationships, <laughs> people. And robbing love, a bank. I love that that's the, his first fucking idea. He's probably been saying it for years, and she's like, you'll never do it. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to rob a bank, Martha. And then you'll like, never have to exact- see me again. I know exactly how to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go where yeah. you can't bother me anymore. You're all talk, Lawrence. <laughs> I'll show you, Martha. <laughs> it's like, he actually did it. He finally robbed the bank. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's one way to get arrested, you know, because of love. Another way to get arrested because of love is to uh, pass out behind the wheels and be wearing pink lingerie in the middle of an intersection. Oh, jeez. 
getting as over what, love or <laughs> as what happened in our last story well i have my own theories as to why this went down uh in pittsburgh police a man was driving drunk in lingerie uh Pittsburgh police have charged a man with drunken driving and fighting with officers who allegedly found him semi-conscious behind the wheel of a car while wearing pink lingerie. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's uh, the, poli- the police say the 51-year-old was exposing himself when they arrived to find the car running, go- him going in and out of consciousness, and the vehicle be- was in the middle of the intersection. Oh, fucking A, man. They also found a open bottle of whiskey, which, why, do you leave, uh, why would you leave it open? You know, is it one of those like, oh, you don't want to fuddle with the cap while you're like driving? No, open bottle is like the seals cracked. Oh, okay, not like an actual open bottle. Yeah, no, it's like I dropped the cap. I can't find it. It it rolled under the seat. I can't find the cap. If you find it, let me know because I'm tired of losing alcohol over the seat. (laughs) Next day, he probably probably lost it somewhere next to the two guns he also had laying in the uh, front of the car. Dude, yeah, one gun's not enough. You got two hands. Why not feed the need? But now, how do you hold the whiskey if you're holding both the guns? Well, you get a straw. <laughs> don't uh, don't reach over blindly while you're driving, hoping to grab that whiskey bottle accidentally. Fucking. No, you get one of those long, silly string fucking or silly straws, and you fucking <laughs> double toting guns, and you steer with your knees. Okay. Ah! So ah! Double double pistol, silly strawed up. And fucking driving with your knees down the road. Driving with the knees. <laughs> drunk. drunk as fuck. In lingerie. In, presum- oh, yeah, that's right. He's presumably high too. heels. I mean, that that's a, that takes a lot of energy. It would You'd probably pass out in the middle of an intersection yeah. if that's what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I think that's what led to this event. <laughs> so, yeah, it must be. It's either that or, you know, he was on his way to uh, impress someone for Valentine's Day. And it just all went wrong. That's what happens yeah. when you pregame too early. Yeah, you want to be careful with that pregame, and it could do you in before you even know. <laughs> maybe he was, maybe he was meeting up with someone on like one of the dating apps or something. Oh man! Well, as I was telling, oh, as I was telling you, everybody uses dating apps these days. If you're single, it's so easy that one would say maybe a, a monkey could do it. Possibly. Well, in fact, that's the case. Oh shit. Dutch researchers at a zoo are figuring out that apes have the recognition to actually decipher what what traits they want in a mate through a similar app you could compare to Tinder. A left swipe for no and a right swipe for yes. Now, they've shown that they could actually figure out sex like uh, in photo alone. They could tell if it's a male or female. Okay. So so the, the idea behind this is that it would cut down on the cost and the stress of moving these animals from place to place to see if they're even compatible or, you know, like if they desire to meet. I'm interested to see how well that works in terms of That's when, what, they act, when they actually ha- move the other orangutan there. Yeah, right? I want to see the statistics of, like, does it line up? Is it, like, the, the, the perfect matches where they both swipe each other to actually, like, get along right away? Or if there's, like, ones that don't work? You know, and they have to separate. Who knows, man? Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's super it's super interesting that they're even able to recognize. Yeah, they might just be having fun with a screen too. That's the other thing I would imagine. It's stimulation for the brain. Like, ooh, the things move when I put my finger on it. You know. Yeah, true. They could just be. I mean, my cats love watching football. 
yeah. for that reason. Dude, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if you put your iPad down and with the like the fish like on it, they'll tap at it. You know, cause now, I've, I found another article. Uh, I don't know if it said it in the one that uh, you're looking at, that they destroyed the iPad that they gave them at first. Oh, no, it's not in the article that I was referencing. That, that's ridiculous. I, <laughs> I found another one when I was looking at stuff, and I got I got it here. It says uh, the orangutans weren't allowed to actually hold the iPads because the tablets weren't strong enough to withstand the blows. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> so I think the they're shit trying to out of these a, iPads. They're trying to make an orangutan-proof iPad also so that they can give it to them. Apple's on it. That's got to be some strong shit. You should give that to, like, make that for people, too. Fucking titanium. (laughs) Breaking your screens and shit, you know? Titanium Pro iPad with Gorilla Glass. Or you could say orangutan (laughs) glass. Now, now they didn't didn't jeopardize, or, sorry, they didn't capitalize on the uh, name for this uh, orangutan dating app that we we were, we were thinking about orangutanger 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 yeah yeah that's that's a good one and we were also uh, discussing how you know you're not far off from uh, someone making a dog dating app like that's definitely going oh, to happen oh you know it man owners you know there's an owner out there that would totally like go through and swipe for their dog do you like this one waggy tail let me know do you like, do you like it you know, right? fucking nutty oh, people, man. man, own dogs. But you, but you would also have to come up with a good name for that one. Oh my god, yep. And we we had a good one. Yes, we did. I believe we settled on boner. Boner. You got Tinder. Oh, you got Grinder. You got a ring of Tinder, and then you got boner. <laughs> and then pussy hunter for the cats. <laughs> well, we haven't decided on that one. That one's a little offensive. Well, I mean, that was just might there. You might get some. Uh, web traffic that you weren't expecting yeah that one. yeah yeah people might be upset when you mislead them <laughs> <laughs> so so that's pretty much it for the uh the valentine's day uh lonely hearts but we have some quick cringe stories that we stumbled upon just quick little anecdotes from dates gone wrong oh um, very wrong <laughs> that we thought would be pretty funny to share with you guys Yes, um, we picked two of the best ones out of an article of ten or so, and these ones really, really caught our eyes. The first one that I that I picked <laughs> is coming from a female, Elizabeth, twenty-seven. We don't know a location, but we know the scenario. We had tickets to a Broadway show. I ate something that disagreed with me and shit my pants while running to the bathroom. And to make matters worse, I was wearing a thong. Uh, uh, that's no that's no way to to approach that. That's the worst case scenario. Worst Valentine's Day ever for both you and whoever was on that date with you. <laughs> and whoever had to clean up the seat or like the the floor oh on my your way god. to the bathroom. Yeah, like God. What I, if she was I wearing like a skirt or a dress? That's what I was thinking too, a skirt or a dress. That'd I wasn't even terrible. thinking that. I was thinking like jeans, like oh if you got pants. Hopefully you didn't. Well, I mean, I guess if you got a ride there, then you can always go call an Uber or something. Yeah, but then true. you're still gonna have to like interact with that Uber driver and be like, "I know I smell like shit. I'll give you a big tip. Oh. Just drive me home. Oh. I want to talk." <laughs> oh. Not a oh, scenario anybody wants to find themselves in. Right. 
Um, the next, the one that I found, uh, it comes from a guy named Christian, age 32. He says the sex with his girlfriend was amazing until, or I'm sorry, not his girlfriend. The sex with this girl was amazing until she switched it up and tried to reverse cowgirl, totally overestimating her abilities. They ended up in the ER all night because he was convinced that she had broken his dick. Uh, they'd stop seeing each other soon after. Oh, didn't just bruise him, bruise the relationship as well, apparently. Yeah, that tends to happen when you're a little bitch, because that's my theory. <laughs> Matt thinks he just couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. It was too much of a woman for him. Convinced she broke his dick. That leads me to believe his dick was not really, in fact, broken. He was overestimating. Got a little bruising, bud. It happens. Rough times, rough things. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Put put some ice on it. Yeah, dude. I, take, yeah. A, take a lap. Yeah, walk it off, dude. <laughs> walk it off. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, go. That goes. Uh, I guess uh, Christian. Hope your dick feels better. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, stop eating so much crap before going on a date. Yeah, don't <laughs> eat things that you don't know if they'll go well with your your stomach. Because I mean, come on. That should be how much cheese knowledge. is too much cheese before a date. Any cheese is too much cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope it wasn't a first date scenario. <laughs> right? Oh, that'd be, that'd be terrible. Well, I mean, then I guess you got you can cut your losses. Hope you don't like them too much. Nah. All right. Well, this has been American Slacker wishing you a better Valentine's Day than half of these fucking stories. <laughs> yeah, these fools. Oh, man. Oh. Lay the- off the, uh, the chocolate X-lax. Yeah, yeah. Chill <laughs> out, people. Be safe on dates. Come on. We're happy to have had you on this uh, pre-Valentine's Day show. Oh, as always, thank you for tuning in. If you guys want to check us out, our main hub, americanslackerpodcast.wordpress.com. You can also get at us on Instagram or Facebook, American Slacker Podcast. Yeah, and really get at us on that Facebook. We're, uh, we're starting to get more traction on that, and we're happy to interact with people there. Yeah, it's like the social media outlet that's a little bit behind, so we need some help, slackers. Come on. Yeah, quit slacking. Get it, get on us and like our Facebook page. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. That's A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. Uh, we are also, you can email us, uh, American Soccer Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Patreon. Uh, search American Soccer Podcast. Uh, yeah, that's all you got to do. Uh, <laughs> I got too many, too many plugs. My brain is going now. Do I have to um, shut you down again, man? <laughs> Welcome to American Psych Pocket. I'm not going to start all of it over. We got you this far. We're going to get you out of here. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting anything except our personal Instagram. No, mine ch- is Landers the Plane. And mine is MWG Media. Alrighty, people. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, that's it. And there you
Roll. Go. All right. Roll. 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 Ready? All right. I am rolling. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Fuck you, whoever. Fuck you. That got violent. Is that uh, Tinder? Set no. Me off? No. You didn't hear that horn? Somebody just went by blaring a horn. <laughs> no. I did yeah, not dude. hear that. It, it's like all the time when we're podcasting, too. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I hate listening and knowing it's background noise on my end. The listeners love it. They love it. 